Hello, Polyam fam, and welcome to Talk Your Poly Off, presented by ilovepoly.org. This is your podcast for ethically navigating your relationships, your community, and yourself for a healthier and happier lifestyle. This is Bella Doll. She is my sunshine full of giggles. And this is Joshua Monsuda, the logic to my emotion and the chaos to my order. So now you know us. Pull up a seat and let's talk our poly off. Hey there, Polyam fam, and welcome back to Talk Your Poly Off. Hello, I'm Monsuda. I'm Bella. Bella, how are you doing tonight? I'm... Aside from this little headache I've got going on, I'm pretty good, actually. Uh, my night perked up here recently. Tonight. Tonight, tonight, yes. My night okay. perked up. We are sitting in the dark. Yep. Because we've got hit with a little lightning and thunderstorm. <laughs> well, and the cool thing is, we were going to use tonight to plan our next episode of Talk Your Poly Off. Right. We were going to do our outline and all of our notes and figure out what we wanted to talk about. After dinner, or with dinner. With dinner, yeah. He, he tends to do the cooking, and I tend to help prep sometimes. And, and watch all the time. Mostly watch. So I was going to take notes and outline what we were going to talk about while he cooked dinner, so we could record after dinner. And, a funny twist of events, we live up here in the Pacific Northwest of the United States, and so we are known for our rain and... Strangely enough, it started to rain. <laughs> it was good for a bit, and then it got really intense really fast, and then the lightning hit. Yep. And I love weather systems. I grew up in Southern California, and I remember when El Nino hit, and everyone lost their minds over this rain. So I love a good, like, real storm. Lightning, thunder, the wind picked up. It was so exciting for me. Fun fact, there's a rap metal band called El Nino. Yeah. <laughs> anyway so yeah so i mean it blew we have a carport in the backyard like the kind you buy from costco we tend to host um, a lot of events at the house so it gives extra shelter and we recently moved it and haven't nailed it down to the ground we haven't spiked it down and it's currently on its side over in the fruit trees yep it's taking a nap a little <laughs> siesta over there so as all of this is happening, the rain picked up super hard, things are going bonkers, and then our power goes out, and it's been out for, what, 10, 15 minutes now? Yeah, it flickered for a few minutes, and we didn't think we were going to lose it, and then it full-blown went out. <laughs> and it hasn't come back. I mean, like, I had chicken in the Instant Pot. I know, I love the Instant Pot, too, and we had to pull that out. <laughs> Fortunately, we've got a gas stove, so I've changed my plans a little. I wasn't going to use the chicken, or I wasn't going to use the Instant Pot to fully cook the chicken. I was just going to get it kind of prepped. Yeah. And then I was going to make you this fantastic dinner with chicken and vegetables and all this fun stuff. And all of this changed that. <laughs> that it did. So now I'm sitting here, um, not only watching him cook, but, you know doing kind of some homework on some notes. For those who don't know, we also do another podcast called Hot Tub Poly Talk. And that one, we kind of bullshit a little bit more. So we were just reviewing some of the topics we've discussed and going forward. And now we decided to talk to you fine people. And so as we're going along here. Oh yeah, if he goes in and out, it's because he's over at the stove. Right, I'm actually cooking my entire Poly M Fam dinner. You guys are all welcome. <laughs> So far, we got chicken and carrots going. I'm working on it. No, it's okay. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll give them a play-by-play. -play. Okay. So as it turned out, I mean, like we couldn't. Oh no! Slow <laughs> down. Get over here. 
we couldn't complete the plans as anticipated. So we did a switch up. We figured, well, if the lights are out and we don't have anything going on, I can't finish my Good Omens show and... You know, I can't go back to Criminal Minds. Right. So why not talk to our PolyM fam? So we decided tonight's the night that we're going to record instead of talking about what we're going to record. And we're just in the kitchen on a cell phone that's at 57% battery. Oh, we got this. So we're good. We're good. So, I mean, we came up with like, let's talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, everything from what you bring to the table when it comes to relationships to your partner's bad habits and everything down to like how you make each partner feel special because that's always a big complaint when multiple partners are added is that you're taking away my thing and you know what we should have done what we should have talked about scheduling and how plans changed and how to <laughs> deal with them how to wing it because that's exactly what happened tonight <laughs> maybe next episode next I don't episode know. or somewhere down the line maybe we'll have another weather catastrophe so the good the bad and the <laughs> ugly yeah i'm sure we will the good bad and the ugly basically what is it that you bring to your relationships whether they're polyamorous or monogamous or friends or work or whatever like we always say Oh, that was a good lightning strike. What is the good stuff that you bring? What are your great qualities? And then the bad would be, what are your bad habits? What are what are the things, the turnoffs, the maybe the yellow flags even right. as far as we go? And then what's the ugly? There, I don't know. I thought the bad habits was the ugly. <laughs> I thought the good was making people feel special. The bad was maybe. <laughs> I don't, know. I don't know, bro. I'm just winging it here. Okay, fair enough. Oh, you hear that thunder? <laughs> yeah. So, okay, then let's go with the good and the bad. Let's start. Bella, I've given you all of three minutes to think about this. <laughs> Can you tell me your good qualities? I hate being on, on the spot, and I hate talking about myself in this fashion. Um, my good qualities, like what I bring to the table. Yeah. Um, I used to say that I wear my heart on my sleeve, and I know that's kind of a cliche thing, and I don't think I fit that anymore. I think years, years of some experience and a couple abusive relationships mixed in, and my heart's pretty protected with smalls lately. However, when I love someone, I love, oh yeah, you'll hear chopping too, because vegetables are being chopped. When I love someone, I love them hard, and I love them fully and openly. So hard. So hard. I don't even know what that vegetable is. It's a bok choy. A bok choy. All right, got it. Um, so yeah, so I love pretty hard. Um, I'm I'm loyal to friends and family and you know people I'm in relationship with. I bring a light spirit. Uh, friends tend to call me shiny. I I light up a room when I walk in. It's something about my energy, and this is what I've been told by people. I can lighten up a mood with just walking into the room. Right. I think I bring a lot of joy and happiness, some some goofy and silly, kind of like your your niece who loves to watch Disney. You know, I'm I'm that kind of a person. Okay. Um and then like on the like tangible side, I think I bring a lot of organization and planning type of activities to a relationship. 
And I'll debate on whether that's a good quality or not, depending on the day. Right. It can go back and forth. It can even bite me in the ass at work, right? When they're like, oh, what do you bring to the table for this job? I can be a little OCD and organized and hyper-organized. But it also means sometimes I suffer from perfectionism. And if it's not perfect, and if I'm not fully prepared and organized, I can't do it. And it stresses me out. Or I might take too long. So I have to pay attention to deadlines. So I have to balance that sometimes. So it could be good and bad. Right. What about you? What do you think you bring to the table? Well, right now I bring broccoli. Yes. And carrots. Yep. We do like broccoli. What do I bring to the table? I should make broccoli and cheddar soup again. Okay. <laughs> not a soup fan. No, but you did like it when I made it, was it this good, winter. Yes. It was good. But I'm not a soup fan. <laughs> Let's see. What do I bring to the table? I know what... I could say you bring to the table, but I'm curious what you have to say. I try to be dependable. I don't always succeed, but I try. I try to stick with my word. I try to hold my integrity at a high level. I can be protective and guardian-like. And I, I guess, I mean, everyone has their bad times in their life, but when, when I'm not going through something like that, I care. I care to such a degree that, I don't know, like, I'll let the world revolve around you because it deserves it, you know? Like, I don't know. I don't know if that makes much sense, but... I mean, it makes sense to me because I've watched it. You have such a big heart when you let people in. Like, I, I get protective. I'm like, rawr! Don't hurt his heart. I haven't seen that ever. I know, right? Sarcasm. <laughs> oh, I do gotta say that something that I feel that I've developed pretty well in the last couple of years is my ability to understand that everyone's really just trying to live their own life experiences. And so even if I think, man, you're not doing that right, I'm a lot more able now to step back and say, you're not doing that right in the way that I would do it. Right. But you're doing it right for you, and it's working. They're in their own And I support that. They're in their own create their own adventure. They're doing it their way. Right. And and in the past, I haven't been that way. It's like, right. look, this is the smartest, quickest, best way. <laughs> Do it this way because. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not so much like that. Like I try to develop a lot more understanding for people and I think that in general, I've got it. Like yeah. even if I don't agree with you, I'm cool with it because you're doing what you need to do. Whoops. For your own life. Right. And I don't know if that's a relationship quality or not, but there it is. That's a personal quality. So what do you think I got? Well, some of the qualities about you that I love. I love your sense of humor. I know <laughs> I almost always can pull out when you're sarcastic versus serious. And some of your jokes might not go over well with other people because they just don't get it. But I feel like I've got a good grasp on it. So I really enjoy your humor. Especially when we can be goofy and silly together. Um, I think you're level-headed and that brings like a sense of calm to my crazy when I get anxious about things or I get nervous or um, unsure and I start to panic. You can calm it down with your level head. Of course I find you irresistibly sexy. That's a good quality. Oh, thank you. Yeah. 
And then I love how spontaneous and adventurous you can be. Again, that balances out my organization and planning. I have to know in advance what we're doing, where we're going, what time, what do I wear, all the things. That doesn't drive me nuts. And it, <laughs> it, it drives me nuts. I want to be more spontaneous. But man, it gives me anxiety if I don't know all the details. So that's when your level-headed calmness comes in. So I think you balance me out in a lot of ways, which is super nice for me. I'm cool with that. What are some of the qualities about me how that you, beat you me love? To it? Oh, I love how you beat me to it. I know. I like to finish your sentences, and that's... That's a great quality. I think we're going to talk about those later in the episode, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, first and foremost, I absolutely adore your laugh. Mm -hmm. I Since the moment I met you, your laugh was so... Infectious like a disease. No, shut up. <laughs> No, it was, you're just like, your laugh is so carefree and fun and, and it, it really is like a giant shining light in the world. I love your laugh. I love your smiles. I fell in love with you the day that I met you just off a hug. <laughs> there was something about the comfort of holding you and being held by you that was outstanding and in that moment alone i knew wow i need this person in my life like this is such a wonderful feeling oh this is gonna be such a mushy episode oh until we get to the last half and then we're gonna fight the bad habits that'll be good that'll be a good time <laughs> maybe we should have started with we'll those fight full of passion on top of that i do as much as it grates on me sometimes the way you do it i do appreciate and am thankful for your organizational abilities when i'm when i'm not all wrapped up in whatever it is i'm wrapped up in or because i am and you come along and you keep us on track and you keep making sure that the things i've forgotten about are there and handled that's fantastic that's a quality i couldn't ask for better because I need that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do we need to pause here and cut this out so you can slam that cauliflower down? No, I'll oh. just cut it this time. Oh, okay. I am astounded by how supportive and generous you are with your heart. How you're... Okay, here's, I think, probably the best quality of yours that I'm thankful for is that you in some ways have taught me to communicate in ways I didn't even think about doing. You have a, a way of being able to talk me through when I get angry and frustrated and bothered. You have, you just have this, you have this ability to communicate in a way that I haven't seen in other partners. And that alone is just wonderful you know so i cut into this cauliflower if you look it looks like a brain <laughs> it does look like a brain we but, just we got our first order of imperfect produce the other day totally not an ad they're not paying us for anything we just wanted to give it a shot um and it was pretty cool so we're trying to use up our veggies i feel like i'm a culinary zombie master <laughs> This is great. Okay, anyway, not to be totally sidetracked. So, 
I think I pretty much yeah. covered some of the basics. I could go on and on forever about Oh, shush it. you. But well, why don't you balance it out and tell me all about my bad habits? No, let's not do that yet. <laughs> I think it, as we're sitting here talking about things, the one thing that really caught my attention, aside of all your wonderful compliments, is you mentioned a whole set of things about you that you believed were good um, attributes. Mm -hmm. And then I brought a whole different bunch of them. Mm -hmm. And vice versa. Like, I'm all like, oh, I'm like this, and I, I like this about me. And then you brought about things that I didn't even consider. So I think it's really kind of a good idea and a little bit important to take some time and realize that, that you are not what you see of yourself, what we see of ourselves, isn't necessarily what the world sees. Right. The world, like I see you through my filters. Right. Different from what you see you. Right. And you're seeing a whole different side of me that even I don't see. Right. And that's that's something that, <laughs> I don't know, that, that's some cool, like, psychological understanding stuff and if you really stop and think about it without going down a rabbit hole and making yourself a little bit mad <laughs> it's actually a really cool concept and a really cool uh reality basically is i see you not just physically or i see you in a way that's uniquely different from how anyone else sees you right so does every single other person in your life so what i see and what i'm like wow this is a shining beacon of like look everybody look at what i see in bella <laughs> other people are gonna be like well i don't know if i see that part so much but you know what i do see right so when i'm gonna kind of hit on body shaming a little bit here right so like when i'm standing in the mirror and i'm like oh i'm too fat and look at that ugly gut and Oh, there's an ingrown hair right there. Like, whatever, yeah. right? Like, I hate the way my hair is today and it never sits right. All these things. You can sit there and you can shame yourself and you can condemn yourself for what it is you got going on. Which we all do. Right. Yeah. Because it's what you're seeing, what you're looking at, and what you're focusing on. And if I were to try to change how I wanted to be and how I wanted to present myself to the world without being fake about it, right? Because, right. like, I work with this guy, total two-faced, total fake. Like, he is the boss's best friend in one instance, and when the boss is gone, he's talking mad trash about him. Like, be who you are. If you're going right. to talk trash about your boss, do it to his face, too. <laughs> right? If you're going to be his buddy, be his buddy behind his back, too. So... If you want to be real about your own change, and I probably could have left this for the very end of the episode, but this is kind of cool. If you want to be real about your own change, pay attention to all the things or pay attention to something new. I could look at, like I was shot in the face, and so I have scars and I'm mildly deformed, and I can focus on that. I can see that like that. Right. You say you don't. Nope. And you're still a filthy liar. No, I'm not. <laughs> but you're right. Like, we, you know, we always say that those who love us are looking through rose-colored glasses and whatnot. 
But if we stop for a minute and think about all these amazing things people we are in relationship with do see us as or think of us, um, that can often help boost your self-confidence too. So kind of doing these check-ins with your partners, not all the time. You don't need to constantly be like, oh, why do you love me? Tell me all the things. Right, don't do that. No, it's but on, you know, annoying. I don't know, once a quarter, once every few months, do do a check-in and, and talk to your partner about, tell them why you love them and all the amazing things that you think about them. And you know, that'll probably help boost their self-confidence. And I'm going to say this because you brought up the rose-colored glasses. Maybe mm -hmm. it's not that they see us through rose-colored glasses. Maybe it's that we're looking at ourselves. With sunglasses. Through ash-colored glasses. Yeah. Right? It's all burnt earth. It's all scorched. It's all Armageddon when right. we look at ourselves. Maybe we don't do that. Right. So with that said, let's talk about the shit that annoys us with our partners. Yes. You know, oh, and we can... We can have... Hell, I lost that one. We'll just... <laughs> just don't breeze, worry about that one. Breeze past that? Yeah. So go ahead. You want me to go first? Hit me with your best shot. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't really... I Again, two seconds to prepare for the episode. Right off the top of my head, your bad habits that drive me the most insane are, one, your food choices... Right? What did you have for dinner last night? Ice cream. I had snickerdoodle ice cream oh and God. I killed that whole quart. It does not go like well champion. with my Weight Watchers attempt to lose weight here. I'm making choices for me, but let me tell you, that's fucking difficult. I was making choices for me. <laughs> and then right behind that uh, would be your energy drink habit. You were going to die of a heart attack someday and that kills me. I had a good run. <laughs> that's out of necessity. <laughs> Self-imposed necessity, granted. You know, and I don't know. I mean, I guess you don't have that many bad habits. Like, you know, you you can be quick to temper, but we've oh, yeah. we've worked on that, and I know how to better communicate with you when you're going into that. And learning how to communicate with somebody is the important part about keeping a relationship going, so that if they are quick to temper. How to de-escalate it. Right, so that you can continue your relationship. Right, anyway, or, or when you're you're also bipolar. Oh, so yeah. when I see you slipping into a super high. Oh, can I, can I stop you real yeah. quick? Yeah. She's not saying that my bipolar is a, a fault. Right. So if you have bipolar and if you have mental illness, understand she's not saying that's a fault. She's just acknowledging a fact. Right, right, a right. A fact I'm totally comfortable talking about. So go ahead. So it's a fact. He's got bipolar. And so I've learned over time to see when he's either spiraling down or when he's on a super manic high. And I'm like, okay, wait, are you truly this happy about something or are you manic right now? Do we want to ride the high? Where are you at? You um, always want to ride the high. Right. Because <laughs> it's a good ride. <laughs> but so we've learned to communicate through some of that. Um, so I don't really list any of like the anger or anything as a, as a downfall because we work through it. I appreciate that. So I don't really have anything else. The only other thing is, as I looked out the back door to the lightning strikes, I saw our fire pit. And so I listed perhaps your habitual fire play as a bad habit because, like, I don't really want to, like, burn down the house someday. First off, it's not a bad habit. <laughs> Second. The hobby? <laughs> all of my time burning shit. Never once burned down a house. That's true. True. Or your beard. You've never I done am, that. Right. I may not seem it, 
probably because of the bipolar manic. Maybe. But I am extremely responsible when it comes to playing with fire because A, uh, I don't want to be homeless from burning down my house. <laughs> and B, when I was shot and I spent some time up in Seattle, the Harborview Medical Center, mm-hmm. I was on the eighth floor, which at that time was the intensive care burn, the burn unit. unit. And some of my no, no, roommates no. or floor mates were extremely burned. Yeah, no, no, no. And I had to watch and hear them. Yeah. As they went through those struggles, and I would never want to do that, or yeah. I'd never want to put someone I love through that. The only other two things I've got are pretty much almost gone now. Like, we used to drink a lot all the time. I, I do miss it. And, I, you know, I'm totally down to drink every now and then on a weekend, have a good old time, lose control for a minute. But for a minute there, we were drinking a lot. So that's kind of laid back. And... You're no longer smoking your cloves. And I do miss those. <laughs> so, what are my bad habits? I know exactly what you're going to say on some of them, too. You do, because when we were in the hot tub, well, in the pool, <laughs> I mentioned one. <laughs> oh, fire. Oh, no! So, with the power out over here, we've got the gas stove, but the um, igniter switch or the... Yeah, igniter yeah, switches. the igniter switches are electrical. So, the gas works, but we have to light the fire because the igniter doesn't work. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, you have this interesting habit of talking about me in the third person. <laughs> and not just talking about me in the third person. But doing it in such a way that <laughs> it seems like you're being sneaky. Oh, somebody doesn't like the water. <laughs> and where you think that it's okay and just kind of like normal casual Playful. conversation. Everybody else on the planet is like, mm-hmm, that was kind of passive aggressive. <laughs> and so, so that one kind of gets to me. You used to have this really bad habit of speaking for me. Mm-hmm. We do this and we do that. And we had to have some conversations about that. And it doesn't happen. You're a lot more mindful of that. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, I'm just trying to think of something. Oh. You're so close to perfect. I'm just... <laughs> I'm struggling to come up You're with so something. You're so full of poopy. <laughs> I think I think that some of the some of the social stuff like that we did this and somebody doesn't like that those are things that kind of get to me like right. I'm a direct creature I'm either going to tell you or I'm not going to say anything but the indirect thing I have a harder time with and then I would say like <laughs> oh, I know. I have one. Wait. Okay, what? Did you come up with one? I don't want you to lose it. Oh, go ahead. I know what it is. Okay. I was going to say, one of my bad habits that maybe you don't like so much is that I need to sleep with a freezing cold room. 
That's another one. Yeah. And it's not necessarily a bad habit. Just something that drives you nuts. But it's something that it does. Sometimes sometimes I'm cool with it. Sometimes I'm like, all right, this is this is fine. Like, I'm a heater. I heat up. And when I heat up, I wake up with an awful migraine. So I have to have the room freezing cold. <laughs> like, you Like, the air conditioner, even though our summers in the Pacific Northwest don't normally get above 80 for the most part, I have to have the AC running. And it's cranked up. It's just one of those little bedroom ACs. And then in the winter, winter time at 40 degrees <laughs> and she still has the AC on. Not the AC, but the fan. In Whatever. the winter, I'll put a fan in the window and I'll blow that 40 degrees inside. <laughs> and then I like to cuddle up in a big blanket. So he's got an extra blanket on his side of the bed because it does get pretty cold. <laughs> right, it's my rocket raccoon blanket. Rocket raccoon from Guardians. The Guardians of the Galaxy. And let's see. So... <laughs> You and I have had discussions about this, too. <laughs> I have a difficult time when people post a lot of private stuff on Facebook. Oh, social media stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know, posting stuff is cool, but once it starts teetering on personal information that may not need to be shared... Or vague booking. Absolutely vague booking. That <laughs> drives me insane. Like, if you're having this much of a problem with somebody <laughs> that you're going to talk indirectly, like, somebody didn't like I know who you are. <laughs> I know what you did. Come at me, bro. Like, <laughs> just tell them to their face, man. Don't bring 30, 350 other people into it. <laughs> just go straight up to them and say, hey, we're going to fight now because I'm tired of your shit. Like, <laughs> it's that easy. I don't know. So, vague booking is another bad habit. And honestly, there have been people that I have liked and I have developed friendships with and was once or twice I was like, oh, this person I might want to maybe ask out on a date. Yeah. And then they do this vague book post and it's just dirty laundry errand everywhere. And I was like, just kidding. <laughs> I'm good. Have a good one. I, I just have a hard time with that. Yeah, you are very private. Right. So that's it. That's all you got. Yeah, like I said, you're just so wonderful. I don't, oh. I don't have anything. Oh, our light oh, power's going on. coming back. Oh, we got something going oh on we're gonna here. blow up the stove. This will be a good time. The refrigerator's beeping at us. You gotta stick your hand in the ice thing. <laughs> oh, oh no! You have to do this. You have to <laughs> Hold on, I got it. I got okay, it. Okay, you got it. Hey! Oh, this is exciting. Lights are coming back on. And fridge is angry. Can you hit the power button or I'll just unplug it? Yeah. Hold it down. Yeah. There we go. Done. We have light! And we have, yeah. <laughs> the internet's coming back! <laughs> Oh. oh, look at that. I can see what I'm doing now. Oh, I only have seven fingers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so to wrap it up. So wait a minute. We talked about the good and the bad. I've talked about your good. You've talked about my good. I've talked about your bad. you talked about my bad. What do we do with it? I think a lot of our questions, we are like, oh, let's, let's ask these questions of each other yeah. or of our audience, and then we just stick with the question. Well, I mean, what do we do with it? How do you manage I think we, My bullshit. we talked about some of it, like some things that are no longer bad habits of yours are because we talked through them. 
You know, we sat down and we had a, con a direct conversation about, hey, you're really quick to anger and why is your fuse so short and what can I do? Or I know you're bipolar and I know that when this happens, you know, shit goes sideways. How can I help you? How right. can I best support you? What do you need from me? Mm -hmm. So we sat down and had open, honest communications um, about it. We we have something we call oh, sorry that we call a KTT, a kitchen table talk, mm -hmm. and weekly we check in with each other. Yep. And those are the kinds of things that would come up. Oh, if my phone's vibrating a lot, I'm sorry. Oh no. Oh, now Alexa's coming back on. Shit is just a mess over here. <laughs> Told you to turn that Wi-Fi off. Oh no. Okay, so anyway, with all that to the side. Yeah, so direct communication. Correct. You've told me the things in my communication that I do that bother you, like the someone doesn't like it when I do this kind of a thing. Right. So I'm working on that currently, because that's a new thing that's come up for us. And it's not that you're trying to change me, it's that you've voiced a boundary of yours. That you're like, hey, this is something I don't like. I'm going to remove myself from the situation when you do it. I don't want to hear it. I don't, you know, whatever. And then it's up to me. If that's something that I'm like, oh, that's bad language. I don't need to use that. Then I can adjust that. But you're not telling me to change. Right. And you brought up so many great points just in that little bit. So one of the things, in addition to full open discussion that I think has actually helped you and I specifically and myself and other partners at times is not just being fully open and honest because I can be honest all day. I can be like, hey, you got a big old booger in your nose and it's <laughs> disgusting. Go wipe your face, right? And we're out in the middle of the store and you're like, oh, well, thanks. Thanks, ass. <laughs> I mean, it was honest, but it wasn't compassionate. Right. And... It wasn't supportive. And I think that's a big thing. We've had some big discussions. And in those discussions, we showed compassion. And we, we are trying to figure out how to support one another. Right. We're a team. It's not right. you versus me. It's us versus the world. Rather than being like, oh, I hate it every time you do that. Just shut your stupid face. Like, We come together. We're like, hey, I'm noticing this. I really don't care for this, and I'd like to have a conversation on how to change it. And part of that, too, is as the receiver of that message right there, is not jumping into defensive mode. Oh, Being geez. open to hearing it, taking the feedback, really listening to what your partner is saying, and not jumping to, well, I do this because you do that. And I could have episode on top of episode of how to kill your ego so that you can hear without taking shit personal. And then learn and grow and be a better partner. But the support, that's a big deal. You have noticed with my bipolar that there are things that you have to do differently with me that you wouldn't necessarily do with another partner or need to do with another partner. Right. And you're trying to learn how to do that as we go along. Instead of just being like, oh, this is too hard. I'm Peace. Out. Right? <laughs> Because I've had that happen, too. Oh, it got hard? I'm sorry. Like, try to pay attention. Right. I'm trying to pay attention to you. We're both going to fail. Totally get that. And that's okay. Right. It's okay to fail in a relationship if you're willing to keep working. Or if you get to that point to where you realize that as much work as you're putting into it, 
it's not going to be good for anyone. So it is time to leave. And the relationship has just run its course. It doesn't reflect on you or either partner. It's just that the relationship ran its course. Right. And that's also totally cool. Right. And I think this is a discussion. I mean, we, (laughs) this is a whole nother episode, but we are polyamorous but appear monogamous at the moment. Mm-hmm. So it's just the two of us talking about all these poly relationship tips. All of this can go with all of your partners, right? Yep. So we're talking about how we check in weekly. You can check in weekly with all of your partners. We want to have open and honest communication. Bring everyone to the table. You don't. You can even get metas to sit down with each other so there's no misunderstandings there. Oh, and learning how to get together and communicate and share compassion and support your metas is absolutely an important part of your partners. Yep, and I mean, you know, some people do the siloed relationships where the metas don't talk and communicate. Yeah. But if you're practicing something like kitchen table poly and you do interact on some level with your meta, getting to know how you can support them is great. You want to build that friendship. Again, if you're looking for that type of dynamic. Right, so there's a compassion, there's learning how to support, there's not getting defensive. Just take everything with a beginner's mind. Like, you're just learning how to do this every time you do it. Don't think, oh, I've been doing this for years, I'm an old hat, I'm good, I got this. Like, every single time, you're a beginner, you're just learning. Learn from your partner, learn from your meta, learn from multiple partners. That's how we grow and evolve emotionally, societally, it's how we mature, and it's how we develop more success in our relationships. Totally. And that's great. So on that note, I think we're going to save the fun ways to make partners feel special. Yep. Because it's getting late. And you want a carrot? Dinner's almost ready. I don't want to crunch on the podcast. I'll do it. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed our kind of impromptu lightning and thunderstorm, no power episode. Yeah, aside of the beeping fridge, I think it I think it came off really well. Yeah. We weren't entirely sure what to talk about when we started, but we ran through it and it felt good for me. I'm good. I'm golden. It was impromptu and and I'm a planner and I jotted a handful of notes and I was good. Yeah. So, thanks for hanging out in the dark with us tonight and or I guess in the morning if you're downloading this early in the morning. True. And uh Hope to talk with you again next time. Yep. See you, Polly. Have a good night. Thank you for talking your Polly off with Bella and Monsina. You can find our Facebook page in the links or by searching for I Love Polly and liking the page Polyamory Get Your Heart On. You can also find I Love Polly on Instagram and Twitter by searching I Love Polly Cares. If you want us to help you navigate to all of our online presence, check out the show notes or come on over to ilovepoly.org. We would love to hear from you. That's right. And you can get in touch with us by emailing podcast at ilovepoly.org. That's singular podcast, not plural. So until our next discussion, Polly and fam. Live like there's no tomorrow. Laugh until it hurts. And and love love without without limits. limits. My rawr!